I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Hi there, and welcome to episode 62 of the Motherhood Merged podcast. I am so excited you're here. My name is Erin Kraber, and I'm a mom of two daughters, a wife, a marketing professional, and a business owner. I love hosting this podcast every week to bring you the topics that are most relevant to the situations we encounter as women managing all the things. From our kids, to our spouses, to our businesses and our careers, I like to talk about it all. I'm not an expert, but I am an expert in my own personal story and my own experiences with these topics. And the same goes for you. We are all here doing the best we can. Today, I'm going to hop on a bit of a soapbox. Maybe a little rant, if you will. Because if you have school-aged kids, this time of year is just bananas. The final months and weeks of the school year are full of so much stuff that it's hard to keep track of who needs what and when they need it. It's a different email every day asking for something or sharing another upcoming event to add to the already busy calendar. I have an appreciation for the mother who is willing to volunteer in my child's classroom and take on additional responsibilities at the school. Why? Because it's rare that I can contribute in that way. If the teacher needs supplies or funds or something, I'm definitely willing to chip in. But time is something I don't always have much flexibility with during the kid's school day. Don't get me wrong. I am so, so happy that schools are doing these things again. And teachers deserve all the support they ask for and more. But it kind of feels a little like our school is making up for the last two years of missed opportunities by jamming as much into the last few months as possible. Now, it's all good, and the kids are excited for all of it, minus the state testing they had this week. But here's where I get a little frustrated. As the mom, I receive all of the emails and information from the classrooms. It's always directed to me, with directions for moms to complete whatever it is that's needed for each child. Mom is on the email distribution list. Mom is on the contact forms. Any and all notes are addressed to mom. And communication is good, right? It is. But it definitely could be better if the information was shared with both parents and made both parents feel equally involved in our child's school day. How can dads or other caretakers help if they aren't included? With kids in school, I just feel like there's a lot of extra pressure on the mom to perform, to always be in the know and to take care of all the things. Every little thing. From registrations and field trip permission slips, to managing dress-up days, book fairs, snack days, and coordinating activities, to volunteering for all the extras. And I mean so many extras right now. Each year of elementary school, one of us attends the new school year kickoff parent meeting where a classroom mom is requested. And I'm using classroom mom in air quotes. 
The implication is that there will be one designated mom for each classroom, a mom who goes above and beyond to help connect the teacher with the parents. Every year, my child looks at me with the hope that I will raise my hand. I really do enjoy helping out where I can, but this level of commitment is just not for me right now. Nothing like disappointing them before the school year officially starts. Certainly, educators are not intentionally keeping out the dads. I find it easy to believe that it's just a habit formed over time that the mom is the point person on all things child, and that includes school. In our home, we find it really tough to balance. We both need all of the information to make our daily routine work. If only one of us, me, is receiving the information from school, it's easy for things to slip through the cracks. It's also overwhelming at certain times of the year. It adds to that mental load we carry. Teamwork makes the dream work. We have learned bad things happen when all the pressure is placed on one person to manage more than their share. Take this week, for example. My husband could not understand my child's excitement about some class party and my freaking out over being there on an already busy night for this class party. That's when I noticed he wasn't in on any of the communications about the party from teachers or other parents. He had no clue when it was or what we've been asked to prepare. If we aren't on the same page with the school calendar, it becomes really difficult for us to keep the kids on track. As much as I like to think I'm super mom, it's just not realistic for me to keep up with the massive amounts of emails and notes home times two. Let's not forget those nights or mornings before school when I'm not even home to help with the pre- or post-school routines. It's much easier for us to remind each other about the little things than it is to have an argument over something either I forgot or expected him to do when he isn't in the loop to begin with. And we all know we never want our kid to be the one whose parents forgot its dress-up day. That never ends well for anyone. If you are a busy woman who spends a lot of time on her feet, then let me tell you about Rothy's. Rothy's are comfortable and cute shoes that are sustainably made. They offer flats and sneakers in a variety of styles that are perfect for work or with a pair of jeans. Now, I'll be honest and say that I was a little surprised at the price tag at first, but I went with the simple pointed toe black flats, and I have yet to purchase another pair of black flats since. They are comfortable, durable, and even machine washable. I've had mine for over two years now, and they still look brand new. Take $20 off your first pair of shoes from Rothy's when you visit aaronkraber.com forward slash podcast. Your feet, your back, and the environment will thank you. At this point in my little story, you might be wondering to yourself, if this is that big of a deal, why don't you just forward all the emails? Why don't you make sure he reads all the notes? And those are fair points for sure. And I've learned to check the to line on any emails to ensure he sees it. But that's an extra step in the process, and honestly, that's not really my point. Moms have an open invitation, but by not including dads, he feels like he needs to get special permission to do the same things that are just expected of me. I may not have the flexibility to drop in during the school day, but my husband sometimes does. I may not be available to chaperone the class field trip, but my husband would love to be there with the kids. Actually, that's one of his favorite things to do. There have been communications sent about making treats or cooking a meal, and jokes on the teacher because that is the last thing anyone should be asking me to do. 
My husband is a chef in this family, but he's never asked. I'm more of a get-to-the-sign-up-sheet-first-to-pick-up-the-napkins-and-plates kind of mom. Schools shouldn't be afraid to be progressive and get rid of mom things and dad things. Dads can cook, and moms can do robotics. Moms can coach basketball, and dad can lead a play. Just look for involved parents. Period. Forwarding an email directed to me or asking him a million times if he saw a note doesn't quite make him feel like an active participant. And it doesn't make him feel invited. I will also say, I see a fair number of complaints from other moms about lack of engagement from their husbands on all the different school-related opportunities. Now sure, some is just sarcastic venting on social media. But I also realize I can't really blame my partner for not pitching in if he doesn't know what's on the to-do list. So I definitely give the dads the benefit of the doubt when I see those complaints. This lack of dads in the schools reminds me of one of my girl's favorite books. Daddies Do It Different is one my husband just had to have when our girls were younger. They were going through that clingy only mom stage and it was a perfect read. And it's no less relevant today. When schools leave dad out of the communications or opportunities to engage with the kids, it makes mom feel an extreme amount of pressure and makes dads feel uninvited. It is highly likely a dad may do things differently than a mom. The craft can still get done, the snacks will still be made, the endless copies will still be handled as needed. Now, I use the term dad, but it can be replaced with anyone in your life who shares the responsibility for your children. Maybe it's a grandparent, a partner, or even an older sibling. My husband went to meet the teacher day, and I went to the parent meeting, but somehow only my email was added at first. We've had multiple conversations with our daughter's teachers to ensure both of us are on all email communications. We have to be proactive to make sure we're both in the loop all the time. I explain that we both request access to classroom communications to best help our children. And I don't think adding one more email to a distribution list is really a hardship. Parenting comes with enough pressure. Having more eyes on the important info, and even the unimportant stuff, helps us stay on top of things. Mom may do things best, but this is an opportunity to share the mental load of motherhood. I want my husband involved. And more importantly, my girls want him involved. So this is my rant to say that daddies might do it different, but they can be invited and be accountable too. I'll end with this. If you're the mom who's managing all the school communications by yourself, don't be afraid to reach out and ask to have everyone included in your child's care on all of the communications. And on the flip side, if you're an educator, please just ask. Ask parents or ask caregivers who they want included on the communication because it really does make a huge difference in supporting our child. There doesn't have to be mom things and dad things. There can just be involved people things. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merge. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I loved putting it together to share. If you want to know when a new episode drops, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically queued up and ready to enjoy. I do have one small favor to ask. It will only take a minute and it will help this podcast grow and get in front of more women who need my brand of support. I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend. 
Tag me on social at Aaron underscore Kraber with your feedback, and I'll be sure to shout you out in return.